Hello everyone, this is Shireen with the Identity Unveiled podcast. Welcome to podcast number two. Today's topic is going to be comparison. In future podcasts, I will be developing content that looks at comparison on a very small, specific category or area in your life. But just for today, I'm just going to introduce you to the concept of comparison, where it came from, and speaking broadly and generally about the topic. One of my favorite authors several years ago wrote a book, and I love these two sentences. He writes, God designed us to delight in our actual lives. When I am growing toward the me I want to be, I am being freed from the me I pretend to be. Now let's think about those two sentences. First of all, on a scale of one to five, would you say that you actually delight in your actual life with one being not at all to five being delighting greatly? Where would you fall in that Likert scale? I hope the answer is a five, but I think it warrants the question, well, why isn't it a five? Why isn't it higher? Are you growing toward the you you want to be? And are you freed from the you you pretend to be? Well, that would assume that you're projecting an image, um, you are working some impression management into your life, so you hope that others will see the you in you that you want them to see rather than being the authentic you. You see, comparison kills growth on every level. In 1954, Dr. Leon Festinger developed what is now known as social comparison theory. And yes, it is just that, it is a theory. But here's what he asserted in that area of counseling. He asserted that individuals determine their own social and personal worth based on how they stack up against others. Okay, there may be some truth to this. If you think about the world that we live in today, especially with social media, would you agree with that statement? That we determine our own social and personal worth based on how we stack up against others. Keep in mind there were not the influences of today back in the 1950s when he developed this theory. So here's the problem. We can evaluate our looks, our weight, our accomplishments, our intelligence, our successes, how we parent, how our kids turn out, what our husbands are like, what our family life is like, by comparing it with others. Well, what's the danger in that? Is there a danger in that? When is comparison actually a good, positive thing? And it can be. For instance, if you are a parent, 
you know that you take your child to the pediatrician for, for well visits. Comparison can be a good thing because in this uh, setting, in this environment, you are looking, the doctor is looking to compare your child with a healthy range. That can be a good thing because then that way you know whether or not your child is developmentally, uh, physically, and emotionally developing with other children of that age in that category. Sometimes some good healthy competition can benefit us because it brings out the best in us. Now, I never played a sport, much to my father's dismay. He was an all-around athlete. He coached about every sport there was. He learned when I was in middle school, even though I was taller than everyone else, he realized very quickly after spending hours with me trying to teach me form and how to play basketball, he learned that it just wasn't going to be. And thanks to him, and I do appreciate this about him, he was not trying to make me into someone he knew I could not become. But if you do play a sport, then it is a healthy thing to look to teammates who are a little bit better than you are, because guess what? As you know, it pushes you a little harder to be the best that you can be. My husband has always said to play with someone a little bit better than you are so it pushes you a little bit more and provides growth in your own ability and accomplishments. That can be true for sports. It can be true for academics. There's nothing really wrong with that. But it can become problematic, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But there are three different kinds of comparison. The first one is upward comparison. This is when we compare ourselves to people who are better off. Now, this would be outside of the two categories I just spoke about. So let's say you're following all these people on social media and you're only looking at people who are better off, whatever better off means and looks like. That could mean with money, with clothes, with body image, whatever that means. If you're only comparing yourself with those who are better off, the problem with this is it can lead to envy. Then the second kind of comparison is lateral comparison. This is when we just look at the people who are actually on the same level we are. Well, this could be in a suburban neighborhood. We're looking to our neighbors. Well, what's their life like that? Like mine, is it like, are we living the same life or are they looking a little bit better living in the suburbs or in a community? And what happens if we're not careful? We can land in a place of competition. Well, the neighbor's got a brand new car. I guess it's time for us to get a brand new car. Or the neighbor's just upgraded to however many square feet. I guess that's time for us to do that. Do you see it becomes an endless cycle of either envy or competition? What about the third kind of comparison? Downward comparison. That's when we look to others who are actually worse off than we are. 
Well, you say, well, what's so wrong about that? Well, here's the problem. It can land us in a state of arrogance. So see, whether we are looking upward, whether we're looking horizontally at just a lateral comparison, or we're looking downward, we can land in places of envy, competition, and arrogance. It's not a good, healthy place to be. Dr. Festinger said that most people practice what he called the principle of slight upward comparison. But the problem with that is if we are chronically comparing ourselves with those who are just a little bit better off than we are. Furthermore, when we make this internal comparison, we tend to either subconsciously or consciously develop a label for ourselves. Well, the labels are either winner or loser, and they, they can become labels of worth and identity. Well, that can be a problem too. So how do we combat this? Once again, comparison can be good if it's just a simple benchmark of our own self-improvement. And this is self-assessment, to become a better version of ourselves. That's okay. But here's when it becomes a problem. Well, first of all, does it expose your own vulnerabilities? Does it expose what you are actually insecure about? Because if it does, then it can lead to anger, shame, and like I've already stated, envy. Or if you're doing the downward comparison, well, it can actually artificially boost your ego, which again, that's not healthy either. So when we compare up rather than comparing down, uh, psychology today has has uh, said that this is what we call in counseling positional bias. Now the problem is the fascination with celebrity culture or these influencers on social media that results in our own endless potential comparison. Because keep in mind that these influencers have, I love this, I read this on, on the internet uh, recently, uh, but I loved how they worded it, carefully manicured social media feeds. Keep in mind that these people who are influencers and are perhaps verified on Facebook or Twitter and have thousands of followers, they have carefully manicured social media feeds. They are projecting an image that they want you to see, which may or may not be in fact reality. We know that social media plays into anxiety and depression. In fact, terms have been coined uh, for this phenomenon. Um, Facebook depression, that term has actually been around for a while now. So we know that in today's culture, especially the American culture, this can be a real problem. So what we're going to do is in the next podcast, I will be talking about the very things we can implement in our lives 
And I'll be speaking specifically about how I turned that big ship of comparison around and started going in another direction in my own life. Remember, you are God's masterpiece. That means you are one of a kind. Your physical being is a one of a kind creation. Your life is a one of a kind creation. Your family, your husband, these are people in your life that you have been called to love, to be committed to, and are a steward of. And we can't really steward accurately or properly or healthy if we are in a state of comparison. So join me next time with Shireen Gentry, the Identity Unveiled podcast, as I speak about how to to combat and challenge comparison. Until then, keep hope alive and know who you are and whose you are.